0: Welcome to the Center for Christian Spirituality podcast. What follows is an audio recording of the weekly contemplative worship service at Chapelwood United Methodist Church in Houston, Texas. For the next 40 minutes, you are invited to engage and rest with scripture, music, prayer, silence, and brief meditations. Our hope is that you will allow, wherever you are right now, to be a sacred space for you, perhaps by resting in a favorite chair or lighting a candle, by gazing out a window or relaxing outside. A guide for this contemplative worship experience, including prayers, scriptures, and song lyrics, is available in PDF format at www.chapelwood. O-R-G. You can visit that same website to learn more about the Center for Christian Spirituality. The Center provides resources for people who seek a deepening relationship with God in a way that transforms their relationship with God, others, self, and the world. We are grateful you're sharing the journey with us today.
1: You are my strength and my song, and you have become my salvation and rescue. Hosanna, Hosanna. blessed Blessed is the one one who comes in the name of the
2: Lord. Lord.
3: Open for us the gates of the city, the city of harmony and peace. Together, restored, we enter them, singing our songs of thanksgiving.
1: Hosanna, blessed Blessed is the the one who who comes in the name of the Lord. The stone which the builder rejected has become the cornerstone. The very ones we despised are known as your specially beloved. Hosanna, Hosanna. blessed Blessed is is the the one who comes in the name of
3: the Lord. Lord. This is the festival day, the day you have made for our joy. We shall be glad and rejoice, feasting with laughter and song. Hosanna. Blessed, blessed is the, the one who, one who comes, comes in the name, name of the Lord. Lord.
1: And blessed are those who have journeyed in your name. The light of our God has guided them. They join the throng and the places of praise. Indeed, you are God. We adore you. Hosanna. Hosanna. Blessed, blessed is, the is the one who one comes in the name of the Lord. Lord.
3: Let this same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Though his state was that of God, yet he did not claim equality with God, something he should cling to. Rather, he emptied himself, and assuming the state of a slave, he was born in human likeness. He was being known as one of us, humbled himself, obedient unto death, even death on a cross. For this, God raised him on high. Let this same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Though his state was that of God, yet he did not claim equality with God, something he should cling to. Rather, he emptied himself and assuming the state of a slave, he was born in human likeness. He was being known as one of us, humbled himself, obedient unto death, even death on a cross. For this, God raised him on high. In this passage, uh, Paul is teaching that Jesus Christ embodied humility because he practiced self-emptying. He practiced letting go. Um, He did not grasp the things that were rightfully his. He did not grasp his divine position. But instead, he became empty. He emptied himself and became fully human and came to earth to live among us that we might see firsthand what God really looked like, what God thought how God interacted with other people because he became fully human. Um, As we think about it, the incarnation would not have happened if Christ did not have the attitude of humility. The only way that we can embody the love and grace of God ourselves in our lives, in our time here on earth, in our incarnation is to practice the same thing, that willingness to empty ourselves, not to cling, not to hold on to things that we think are are rightfully ours. So we too need to practice self-emptying. We need to let go of things that we think we are owed in life. Um, And I don't know about you, but sometimes I think other people owe me stuff. Um, Children might owe me respect and... Others might, you can think of fill in the blank, but we think that other people owe us stuff. And sometimes it's not just people, we think life owes us something, and we can become disappointed in that. And what I believe that this passage is calling us to is to let go of those sorts of expectations and those sorts of senses of right and empty ourselves to become empty. And sometimes we hold on to things that can be very, very harmful. We can hold on to obsessive thoughts, anger. We want to lash back at folks. We want to hang on to that. We don't want to let go of that. And sometimes uh, we can hold on to uh, obsessive thoughts uh, about folks, how they've wronged us. I don't know what you might hold in your hand right now, but I want to invite you to, take, to, to let go of it, not to cling to it, to become empty of it, to set it aside, especially as we enter into Holy Week. So I would invite you for just a moment to sit with your own heart, with your own life, and reflect on things that you may be holding today and to be willing to become empty of those. One of the practices that um, Father Thomas Keating taught us is the practice of centering prayer, where we, we, we sit, we be still and we let go of thoughts. And the reason we let go of thoughts is because the thoughts become actions that we might not want to take. And then those actions become practices or habits that we might end up living out of. We need to let go of those things before they become who we are. Those things that might be destructive of us and of other people. So I would ask you today as you sit in this chapel, as you prepare your heart for this journey of Holy Week, For our hearts can truly cry out, Hosanna. Would you consider for just a moment one or two things that perhaps you need to let go of, that you need to not cling to, that you need to become empty of as we make this journey of Holy Week together? Would you take just a moment to do that?
4: share
1: If, then, there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, in humble-mindedness, regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. If then... There is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy. Make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility or in humble-mindedness, regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. Usually when I think about this passage that wick read a few moments ago um, this ancient beautiful hymn actually that paul used about um, christ being in the form of god but then in humility emptying himself and and becoming incarnate Um, usually i I think about that passage in in light of christ's own incarnation and and and, in this self-emptying idea and And humility, but I often um, forget that he uses that ancient hymn, this poem, in the context of the passage that I just read um, for us, in the context of his urging of this community, this faith community, to live in harmony. So he then uses the example of Christ of his own humility as, as a way of saying this is how you live in harmony. Is having this same mindset as Christ who lived in humility. And it's interesting as I've thought about this um, that, you know, how do you have a humility mindset? Um, and sometimes humility can, can really be misunderstood. Sometimes humility... Has almost kind of like this false humility, like you know, I, there's nothing good in me, and you're just so much better than me, and I'm, I'm nothing. I'm a worm. I'm a I'm a wretch. And but you're, you know, I just want to I want to do whatever you want. I mean, and that's really a false humility. And and really, we see this even in the example of Christ here. If it really starts with this sense of abundance of of divinity of Christ emptying himself from this place of abundance and awesomeness and divinity to taking form in humility. So humility really starts with this sense of of abundance, of knowing who I am, of knowing that I am the beloved child of God. And it's from that place of certainty, of standing in that truth and that reality that I can then pour myself out. Because it's coming from a place of abundance, not from a place of smallness and littleness. So from this place of abundance, I then can have a humility mindset. Because I'm rooted and grounded in who I am in Christ and God. And so I can then look out around me and see, well, how can I bless someone else? How can I be attentive to the people around me? How can I, how can I embody harmony and see where I can, I can go with the flow and harmonize with other people around me? How can maybe I pour into them uh, as Christ poured himself out in human form. How how might I do that with the people that are around me, the people I'm in community with, my own family first of all, and then spreading out in concentric circles maybe around that. So I invite you to think about and consider this abundance mindset and this humility mindset. And as you think about this week ahead, we are entering into Holy Week. And so Christ himself embodied this kind of mindset, not only in carnation, but really we see the climax of it here in Holy Week. I mean, he knew what he was going into when he was going into Jerusalem. But he did that from a place of abundance, and he did that in great humility, wanting to offer himself to his beloved ones. To bring some kind of reconciliation and harmony. So as you scan this week ahead, you might can envision certain situations that could cause conflict. Maybe you know there's a situation today or this week that could be difficult for you. You might can foresee that um, in your week ahead. I invite you just to take some moments and just scan the week ahead and, and look and see Is there a a person that you might encounter or a situation you might encounter in the days ahead that God in Christ is inviting you to have this abundance mindset and this humility mindset? And how might you embody humility and harmony in that situation? And use your... Imagination and, and consider what that might be for you this week as we seek to follow Christ who practiced humility, self emptying, surrender, blessing.
4: surrender, God within all. Grant me more of
2: these as I
4: die. surrender God within all grant me more of these as I die, more of me help me walk in obedience God
1: At this table, we gather to consider Jesus the Christ, whose very being was God, yet who did not seek out the place of honor and privilege. He emptied himself of divinity, took the place of a servant, and lived a human life in all its fullness among us.
3: We beheld beheld him him in in human form,
1: form, that in humility humility, he went to his his death, even death death on
3: a cross. He healed the sickness by which we live in tangled sin. He did not perpetuate a life of retribution and hatred. Sin stopped in him as he bore its agony, refusing to pass it off on us or any other group or person. In doing doing so, he showed showed himself himself to be be the the fullness fullness of God-created humanity, even as he fully fully bore divinity divinity
1: within himself. himself. As God exalted him to the highest place, so today we lift up this bread and this cup. As God gave him a name above all names, So today we call him bread of life and cup of salvation. Before this bread and cup, we bow our lives.
2: As As we eat this bread and drink this cup today, we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the
1: glory of Almighty God.
3: God. Amen. For For thine is the kingdom kingdom and and the the power and the the glory forever. forever. Amen. These are the gifts of God for the
1: people of God. Thanks be to God. As Wick mentioned earlier, um, often there are different emotions and thoughts that can hook us, that um, can trip us up, that can prevent us from actually embodying humility and practicing kindness and, and blessing to others. And one practice that we teach here at the center is called the welcoming practice and the welcoming prayer. And it's a very practical way of working with whatever inside of us is tripping us up with whatever is an obstacle or blocking the flow of love and grace moving through us. Could be fear, could be anger, could be irritation, could be any any number of things that we become fixated on somehow, obsessed with, maybe, with what that person did to me or whatever. And real briefly, the practice has three steps to it. And then often it concludes with a a welcoming prayer that we're about to experience together. But the three movements are simply, first of all, whatever you're feeling inside, uh, sense where you're feeling it. So get in your body (laughs) You know, if you're feeling it in your shoulders, in your chest, in your gut, you know, if if your face is, brows wrinkling up because you're tensing or your jaw, the first step is just sense where you feel it in your body so that you can um, be fully in touch with what's going on. Um, In this way, we're not expressing it, we're not repressing it, we're not suppressing it but we're actually just feeling it. Um, the second is then to welcome whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, not whatever caused it, perhaps, but just the truth that you're feeling this. Again, you're not expressing it, you're not repressing it, or suppressing it, but I'm, but I'm, I'm welcoming anger because it's the truth of my situation right now, and I can sense it in my gut. <laughs> And as I'm sensing it in my gut, I'm welcoming anger, and I'm not running from it. And I'm not expressing it either, but I'm sensing it and feeling it. And then the third movement is if you get to the place where you can say this, I surrender, or I let go of anger, or I let go of fear. If you can get to the place where you're authentically saying that as you sense it and as you welcome it, and then if you can get to the place where you can let it go, Uh, Again, so that we can stand more aligned with who we really are. I'm more than this anger. I'm more than this fear. I'm more than this irritation. I'm I'm even more than this sadness, even, that I might be feeling. I can feel it. Okay, I'm not going to deny it. But then let this holy work happen in me. Um, Often, you can conclude that kind of practice with, a simple prayer or something that's a little more um, developed which comes from the the tradition of Thomas Keating and contemplative outreach and so this is a prayer that we we use every now and then and that we teach and I invite you to say this with me um, even if it's something that you aspire to and can't fully say right now because there's some hard things to say in this prayer And if you can't say it right now, that's okay. You don't have to say it. Um, It might be something for you to, to consider and think about what that might mean for you. I'll begin us, and then I invite you to join me in the bold. And this might be a very appropriate prayer as we move into Holy Week, right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it's for my healing. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within. Amen. So we have begun Holy Week. And there are many ways that um, we're trying to provide for you to engage in this intentionally so in your bulletin you'll see there are several different opportunities we have a holy wednesday evening service at six o'clock in the anchor house um, and there'll be a light soup supper at 5 30 um, for those of you that would like to join us for that i would simply ask that you let us know you're coming for the soup portion so we can make sure we have enough if you could email me or haley Um, or tell Haley after the service even maybe. That would be helpful to us to help us prepare. It'll be a very simple service um, with the focus on anointing because that's the night that Jesus was anointed by Mary. On Thursday at noon, there's a short Lexio Divina service in the Anchor House but also online on our Zoom room if you can join us. Thursday night we have our Monday Thursday service here in the chapel. Um, that is at six o'clock, and then on Good Friday we have a noon another noon service, Lexio Divina service in the Anchor House, but it will also be in our Zoom room. You have all the information there. If you have any questions, again, see Haley or myself afterwards. Um, so whether you can join us in person or online. Um, May we walk this week uh, intentionally uh, with humility, uh, with humble-mindedness. So now, as is our custom, I invite you to listen for God's benediction for you, God's good word for you. What will you take with you as you um, leave this place and you embark on this Holy Week journey?